Graham, glad to have you along. We got a lot to do today. Lots to get to today as uh, we get uh, as we get rolling. Ward White, good morning. How are you? Outstanding. Good Any, morning. Anything exciting happened in your world last night? Mm, just watched a little college football and worked on game stuff. Was that a gray field, by the way? Yes. Okay. Yuck. Okay. Just, just checking. Just checking. So we've got blue fields, gray fields, green fields. Red fields. Red. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the red field. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of stuff out there. Did not like the gray. No, wasn't a big fan either. Wasn't a big fan of that. Don't get it. Don't understand it. Uh, Be different. Yeah. And that's clearly the case. I mean, but, you know, it it was just, it was a little different, to just say the least. Blah. Yeah. Yeah. And how about, I mean, Tuesday night. I mean, how do you get back on schedule after, and I know why you do it. You do it because of television and you do it because of money and you do it because you're marketing your program and all that stuff. There but you go. How in the world do you get back on schedule? You don't. So you're going to skip this week, and then so you won't play for about what nine, ten, eleven days. Well, a lot of them um, that play on Tuesday night will end up maybe playing on Wednesday next week or another Tuesday game for television. I mean, they they actually have three or four some of those uh, schools that they target each year. You look up and they're playing again on Tuesday or they're playing again on Wednesday, and so. Well, in a lot of cases, I, I, it kind of keeps them in a, a little bit of a schedule, I guess. But in some cases, you're right. You have to turn around, and then it's almost like a bye week, really, more than anything else. Well, too, because you skip the Saturday before, mm-hmm. so you can play on Tuesday. Right. Then you're going to skip this coming Saturday, and then you're going to play the following Saturday. So you're going to play like one time in about 13 days or something like that. It's it's crazy. In a lot of cases, that's but true. But that's what they're doing to get on television. Absolutely. A made-for-television event. That's what that was last night. Nobody, <laughs> you know, nobody says, hey, you know what, let's get together on Tuesday night. Yeah, and the stands were empty. Well, I wonder why. Yeah, I don't, you know, I really don't get that because I would think that at least the students would come out and have a party because it's a football game, but it didn't look like it last night. So, yeah, I... I it's it's all about TV. There's no doubt about it. You're exactly right. Crazy. It is crazy. Speaking of television and made for TV, said we weren't going to do a whole lot of this today, but we are. <laughs> I can't help it. We will get into the playoff bracket. I, I will tell you this. The national guys this morning, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, I'm sorry, not Zubin, but uh, Max, uh, they they had a couple questions, and you know most of those guys. Well, anyway, let's just say that they were a little perplexed by the rankings as well, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about that coming up later on. Uh, Ryan Abers going to join us from the Oklahoma, and he's going to get us up to speed on what's going on with OU. How about OU not moving at all uh, in the poll? Well, they didn't play, so I guess you can take that in consideration. But, yeah, I was – I was. But people ahead of them lost. Yeah, I was a little surprised that they remained right there. <laughs> so, I mean – I mean, that's th- that's going to be their excuse. Well, they didn't play. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're looking for excuses. No, I get it. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a weird setup. Uh, it is a weird setup. 
So let's go back to what we were just talking about, and we'll get back to the college football playoff. Uh huh. Okay, Miami who played last night. Yeah. And Ohio play next Tuesday night again. Say that again. Miami of Ohio has uh, Bowling Green next Tuesday night. Yeah. And Toledo's at Ohio next Tuesday night. So it's back to back Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. See, and that's what I said. Sometimes they they schedule those to where they play several Tuesdays in a row. And it made me curious to see if that's actually the case. And for those two teams, and Eastern Michigan, uh, they play Western Michigan. So they're they're going on another Tuesday night as well. So Is that nuts or what? Yeah, And I guess that they do that schedule and they say, okay, if you'll play on Tuesday nights, we'll give you three or four in a row or, right. you know, or give you three or four in a couple of weeks. And that way it won't completely wreck your schedule like you were talking about because it would. But anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just no, no, no. I, I mean that that's I find that interesting. Uh, <laughs> it, wow. So they're going to play back to back Tuesdays, mm-hmm. and there's a handful of games tonight, and some of those teams are playing again next Wednesday as well. But at some point, at some point, it, you got to get back on schedule, right? You, you would think, yeah, sure. And I guess you just like you said, uh, if, if it turns into you're either going to have a short week or you're going to have a really, really long week. And if you have that really long week, you treat it as a bye week. And if you have a short week, you just treat it as one of those, you know, kind of like high school football on Thursday night, you have a short week. <laughs> it's just, that's crazy. It that, is. It is crazy. But you know what? I, I, I know several people that watch the game. I like it, well, personally. If you're a football junkie and you could care less about either one of these teams and you're just looking for football to watch, it is right up your alley. Mm-hmm. You're right. I mean, there's a reason they do it because there's a lot of people watching it. Otherwise, they wouldn't do it. No, I mean, it's again, it's a made-for-television event. We get that. Mm-hmm. But you're right. I mean, if there's not some viewership and some interest, then it uh, then it's then it's they not throw it out happen. the window. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Sorry. That, now that, back to the college football playoffs. Well, it stinks. It's it, it does, and we're we're gonna we we I've got it here <laughs> later on in the morning. I just I felt like I needed to get more coffee in me before we we dove into that and, and tried to figure out how to explain it. Uh, I'll say this: Were you surprised that Baylor didn't drop more than one slot? No, I, I was very surprised. They got beat by a team that's not ranked. They got beat by a five hundred football team. Mm-hmm. They got beat by a bad five hundred football team. To me, there's no rhyme or reason in no. this. And last week, UTSA was not good enough to be even get consideration. This week, they're in it. Mm-hmm. Do you think the committee heard some, you know? And this morning, I, I, I don't think they care. Nah, probably not. I don't think they care. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but I'm to the point where I, they, they don't even, they don't even listen to anything outside that room. No, I'm with you. Uh, it, it just. I don't know. It just it, it's just a weird deal, and, and you still somebody's going to have to explain Alabama number two to me. I mean, don't talk to me about. And you know what I heard this morning from a ESPN expert: the committee's in love with Alabama. That was that was the explanation on why they're number two. Couldn't tell me why they're in love with Alabama other than it's Alabama, the name on the front of the jersey, and they're there year in and year out. I mean, you know, they're they are a good football team. You can't take that away from them. I know they lost A and M, but they're still a 
a good football team. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and they're going to get eyeballs. That's probably more about I mean, what it's about than, yeah, than they, anything. They're going to get eyeballs. Look, they found a way to get Ohio State in there already. <laughs> How about that one? How about that one? Uh, you're you're not the best in your league, but you're in the you're the one of the best in the country. Yeah. Oh. I, and and I, all I hear is, well, they're all going to play each other, and it's going to work itself out. Well, that's not necessarily true. We'll talk more about that later on. How about Michigan and Michigan State? Uh, so <laughs> it's it's a it's a weird deal. It, it's kind of comical now. Uh, last week it made me mad. This week it's just kind of comical. Uh, so, anyway, all right, uh, we'll, we'll do that. We'll talk about the, the Baylor women basketball team. They got off and uh, got off and running last night. We'll, uh, we'll discuss that. Hey, quick turnaround for them. Get your legs back under you. Quick shoot around today, and you'll play again tomorrow night against UTA. Baylor men open on Friday night, and I think you're going to have the banner unveiling. You're going to have the, yep. the ring ceremony. All that cool stuff is going to happen Friday night at the Ferrell Center. Man, oh, man, what a, uh, what a great night that's going to be. Yeah, hopefully there's going to be a really good crowd. So, yeah. So, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, we got uh, high school football to talk about. We got college football to talk about. Uh, Fox Sports is going to be here. It's the big noon game at 11 a.m. I'm a little confused by that. I get it. East Coast. Uh, big noon. Uh, so, and then I think the pregame show is going to be here. So, that'll be fun. So, there's a lot of stuff uh, going on. And, and despite the fact that Baylor got beat by TCU, Obviously, the national folks still like this football team. They've got them on the national sh- uh, showcase uh, uh, at noon Eastern time, 11 o'clock Central time on Saturday. Uh, and as you pointed out, uh, one spot in the uh, in the college football playoff poll. I mean, so obviously they like them they, they, uh, on the national front. I mean, that's what else can you, what else can you come up with? Well, I, yeah, I think. You know, there's something to that. There's no doubt that, you know, there's there's some respect there. And, you know, the way they've played going into the TCU game has to uh, account for where they're at right now. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised by it because I thought they would, they would drop more. I wasn't surprised that, you know, they didn't flex the schedule because it was already scheduled before the TCU game that, that they were – the morning show was coming and, and they were going to be the big noon kickoff with, with OU – I mean, we've seen it before, but a lot of times they won't go ahead and do that. It still, it still has OU and OU trying to climb back up that ladder. So, I mean, I'm not really surprised that they didn't change that, but I am surprised that they didn't drop more spots. Now, you know, look, they could go in and, and take care of business on Saturday and we could look around and go, oh, well, that's why. Yeah. Yeah, no question. I mean, and again – Oklahoma, you know, one of the things they talked about with Oklahoma is they don't have that signature win, if you will. And this could be it. Yeah. I mean, if they beat Baylor, it's certainly If they come be. in and manhandle Baylor next Tuesday, they could find them really close to the top four or maybe slide into the top four. And if you're Baylor, you're looking to you're looking to you beat want to prevent that. Yeah, you, you, and you're looking you're, – you still got AT&T on your mind. Yeah, there's a, still a possibility. You, you beat I mean, Oklahoma it, and Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma? You're in. You're in. You're in if you take care of your business. Baylor's got to win out and have Oklahoma State beat Oklahoma. 
that's the scenario that they're looking at right now. And if right. that happens, it, it's Oklahoma State and Baylor in the Big 12 championship game. So nothing is settled right now with three no. weeks to go. No, and, and look, they don't control their own destiny completely, but what they have to do is control it by winning out. And if you look at the schedule, I mean, probably Baylor has the best path after this weekend. I mean, you know, the teams remaining on their schedule should be very winnable for the Bears. If you're going to get to where you want to go. Uh, I, I'm still a little shaky about Kansas State on the road because going to Manhattan's not fun. And the Bears, the last couple of conference games on the road haven't played well. Stillwater, Fort Worth. That, well, that's true, but I, I feel like that I, I, I think Kansas State's very beatable for Baylor. And, again, I, I, I'm with you. And, again, and if you're going to go where you want to go, you've got to go win that football game. Oh, yeah. No, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. No, there's no so, doubt. So, that's the deal. You've got to win them all from yeah, here. Yeah, you're, you've got three to play. You've got to go 3-0, and and you need a little help in Stillwater uh, it, when it comes to Bedlam. So, we'll see. Uh, that's that's kind of the picture as we uh, as we push towards the end of this thing. Seven we're going to talk a little basketball. We'll do it next here on ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly sunny skies today in breezy conditions. High temperatures top out at 77 degrees. Mostly cloudy tonight, a 30% chance of an isolated shower or storm. We drop to 53 and mostly sunny tomorrow. Should be a nice day, but a windy day in a high of 71. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Rushing the gun from the five. Only heard here. Here. Snap is back, looking left, fade, left side. Cooper! All season. Touchdown! How about that? Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Atlanta Falcons. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Falcons, Sunday at 11 on your Cowboys station, ESPN Central Texas. Everything we do, we do for you. Slam Dunk Benefits at First Central Credit Union. Tip off with free checking that pays cash, less fees, great rates, quick local loans, easy online applications, a free mobile app, secure remote control cards, 24-7 deposits, and more services in our ATMs, and a free new member T-shirt. Join today at FirstCentralCU.com. We're your team. Everything we do, we do for you. Eligibility and application requirements apply. Member NCUA. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service, independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. 
This is Jim Haller proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short, we said, let's go for it. And a week and a half later, thanks to Redwoods Incorporated, we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy. And to make it even better, the cost was less than we had budgeted. Redwoods Incorporated exceeded our expectations. If you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service, go see Greg or Scott at Redwoods Incorporated, conveniently located off North Valley Mills Drive on Esther Street behind Applebee's Restaurant. You'll be glad you did. Your life, your hopes, your passions. These things are none of our business. Your baby monitor research, if you're using too much diaper cream, and whatever you were searching for at 1.15 a.m., that's really none of our business. Because your life is private, and unlike other tech companies, we think your internet should be too. <laughs> Aw, how old are they? Uh, that's none of our business either. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. All right, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. A lot of football to get to, but Ward, let's talk some basketball. The uh, Baylor women and uh, Coach Nikki Collin played their first game of the season. Uh, they've got a couple exhibitions under the belt. I get that. But their first game of the season played last night at the Ferrell Center hosting Texas State. Uh, I'm just thinking, you know, when they go on the road, they may just be able to take a taxi to the game. <laughs> she, Nikki used seven players last night the rotation was seven mm-hmm. so that's it uh now there's seven good ones you you, you got some quality but uh that was the that was the rotation last night baylor wins 77 to 70 uh Nelissa smith 34 minutes and uh, she tossed in 23 points and uh grabbed seven rebounds it's a double double for queen egbo with 16 points and 11 rebounds and jordan lewis with uh, 14 points. So you had three Bears in double figures. Uh, Sarah Andrews and, and Jaden Owens uh, knocking on the door, both with eight points apiece. So, and Caitlin Bickle had five in the in the ball game as the uh, Bears win 77-70. to 70. I think they would probably tell you that wasn't their best effort. But you know what? It was good enough to win. Uh, get your legs back under you now. And maybe have a, a, I guess, a small walkthrough, shoot around type thing today, and then you're you're back at it tomorrow night against UTA, UTA at the Ferrell Center. And, and that may be why you know you you saw the minutes that you saw because they they do have to have a quick turnaround. They do have to get in game time shape fairly quickly, and you know that's the only way you can do that. Uh, you know you hear coaches talk all the time of 
you know, the only way you can get up and down the floor is to get up and down the floor. And so, you know, there there's some truth to being able to just stay in the game and, and get ready to, to go so you can make it four quarters and, and play four quarters no matter what the score is, you know. So um, that, that may have been some of the thought process for Nikki. One of the things that she did talk about is that this team was ready to play a basketball game. I mean, they, as she pointed out, had 30 practices, and they were just about – tired of practicing against each other, going against each other in practice and going against the, uh, you know, they have that group of uh, Baylor men's students that, uh, that come in and, and uh, you know, they're, they're the scout team, if you will. Uh, and that's been going on around here for a long time. But uh, they do that, and they were just, you know, as she pointed out, they were ready to see somebody different. And they did last night, and, and they won at uh, 77 to 70 over uh, over Texas State. And, again, uh, a day off today, then they play UTA on Thursday. And I think they have a game, a quick turn again with the game maybe on Monday. So there's there's a lot of basketball uh, early on as, as we get this thing rolling for, for the Baylor women's basketball team. Baylor men will open on Friday night against Incarnate Word. And as we mentioned, I believe that's when they're going to do the banner and and the, the ring ceremony. So that should be a uh, a – well, it should be a historic day in mm-hmm. in the Ferrell Center. So, a lot of cool things going on basketball wise, and then you got Baylor football hosting o- Oklahoma. Other than that, there's not much going on. Yeah, that campus is buzzing. Yeah, and, and volleyball's coming off that uh, that huge win over number one Texas. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's some things that are that are happening, but uh, you know, I, I was I was kind of curious to see how how things would would go last night, just from hey, this is how. And I can, I know that they've had a couple of exhibitions, but I'm sorry. Until you play a game, a real this counts on in the ledger. I, I just wanted to see how you know just how how it all kind of unfolded, and how they all kind of went through, and you know, look, I'm sure there's a new way of doing pregame. I'm sure there's a new way of doing timeouts. Uh, all of that stuff had to be had to be taught uh, as they went into into the season this year. So, and I'm still I'm sure there's still some learning that's going on. Uh, within the program, yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, you, you you change regimes and everything's going to be different. We talk about that all the time. You you've got to reteach how you do everything about it, how you go through practice, and and how you do uh, the periods in practice, and then also, as you just mentioned, you know, game day is going to be a lot different. You know, do you you know do you eat at a different time? Do you uh, do you show up at a different time for taping and, and get ready to, to mm-hmm. go out on the floor for your little bit of shoot around and then, you know, come out for stretch and it's going to be different. And, you know, so it, it's it's totally different for the ones that were here before and for the freshmen, it's just learning how you do things. So, you know, everybody's got to learn and, and, it, and it's sometimes a big curve. 4,100 or so in the Ferrell Center to uh, to see the Bears win 77 to 70 and I'm still having some trouble not saying Lady Bears, but we will. I mean, that's just going to become – eventually it'll become natural, and you just, you know, you just talk about them, mm-hmm. uh, which I like, quite frankly. I mean, I, I never thought you had to identify, you know, identify them as Lady Bears. I mean, I just think this is – I like what they've done here. And, and I think this was the last sport to do that, wasn't it, uh, to make the transition and just call them Bears? So, anyway, 77-70, the uh, final Baylor wins over Texas State. And, again, they played Thursday night uh, at the Ferrell Center against 
UTA. It's a seven twenty five. It is a Wednesday. Wednesday. Man, I I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm starting to lock up here trying to figure out what's going on. We and you know, we we mentioned all of those things that that are going on. And then we've got a lot of high school football that's going on in this building as well. So we've we've got a lot of moving parts when it comes to uh this week. So uh, I think we killed some trees trying to put the schedule together uh, this week. So uh, we, we've got uh, Temple and Waxahachie mm-hmm. on Friday night. Mm-hmm. We've got Mart and Clarksville on Friday night. We've got West and Fairfield on Friday night. And we have Crawford and Dawson on Thursday night. That's that's uh, that's our high school coverage for you on our family of radio stations. So, uh Man, oh, man, we've got a lot going on, plus all the basketball and then college football and, of course, the Cowboys and the Atlanta Falcons on Sunday. Ward, how's your uh, kicking leg, by the way? Not very good. Okay. Then you're not going to be the guy. No, I'm not going to be the guy. Sorry. The uh, Cowboys. <laughs> Cowboys, right now, it doesn't look good for uh, for their kicker. He uh, may have a little COVID situation going on, so... Uh, we'll talk more about that coming up a little later on in the program. 725, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Coming up in a few minutes, uh, we're going to check in in Norman and see what's going on with the Oklahoma Sooners. We'll do that for you here in just a couple of seconds. But right now, we're going to talk about Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. You know, Alan Samuels is an award-winning dealership. And you say, well, why is that? Well, first of all, they got great product, and they have great service, and they're going to take great care of you. It's that simple. You can check out the new 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star Edition. Uh, that's the Ram truck that everybody loves. Ram trucks are are engineered to bring confidence under the toughest road conditions with impressive towing capacity, payloads, and load stability. Check them out today uh, at uh, Allen Sam You can also check out the new 2021 Grand Cherokee or maybe even the uh, prestigious uh, Grand Cherokee L. They're all available at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. You want to take a stroll uh, at Allen Samuels and, and you want to maybe do it from the comfort of your home? Well, check them out online at allensamuelsdcj.com. That's allensamuelsdcj.com. Allen Samuels, your friend in the car business. The Baylor Coaches Show. Now, 7 to 8 p.m. Wednesdays, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco. Join us Wednesday, back live from Rudy's, and hear from soccer head coach Paul Jobson and head football coach Dave Aranda. That's Wednesday, live from Rudy's. Join us this Wednesday for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's. Now, beginning at 7 p.m., here on ESPN Central Texas. Searching for popular jewelry at affordable prices? Do yourself a favor and check out Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Ponds. Large selection of men's and women's gold, silver, and stainless steel jewelry. Their inventory includes rings, necklaces, chains, bracelets, and earrings, plus jewelry for the western crowd and biker enthusiasts. Stainless steel jewelry starts at $19.99. Also, they offer 90 days same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, 254-662-4803. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. 
At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Gokey Family Farms provides the ultimate in custom application and fertilizer for all your road crops and pasture needs. They are a distributor of fertilizer for farmland, grain, feed, hay, pasture crops, and vegetation for agricultural and farm supplies, along with growing and raising corn, wheat, and sorghum. Gokey Family Farms is your local contact for LG corn seed and their performing corn hybrids and grain sorghum products. A proud supporter of Crawford High School Athletics, Gokey Family Farms, seven generations strong. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. The college basketball season is underway with number three, Kansas, beating Michigan State 87-74. Number five, Texas, topping Houston Baptist 92-48. On the women's side, Baylor won at home 77-70 over Texas State, and MCC lost on the road to Blinn 81-74. Baylor's loss to TCU only dropped them one spot in the college football playoff poll from 12 to 13. A&M jumped up three spots to 11. Georgia is still number one, followed by Alabama. Oregon and Ohio State are now three and four. Oklahoma State put at number eight, while Oklahoma State is 10th this week. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Seven thirty-one. Welcome back into the program. I drive safely if you're on your way to work or to school this morning. All right, let's talk some Baylor Oklahoma football that is coming up on Saturday, and we welcome Ryan Aber from the Oklahoma into the program. Ryan, good morning. We appreciate your time this morning. Yeah, thanks for having me on this morning. Hey, let's let's begin by talking about just Oklahoma football in general. I was I was reading in your paper. That this team just doesn't lose in November. What is the story there? Yeah, it's been a long time since Oklahoma has lost a, a, a game in November. 2014 uh, was the last time uh, the Sooners lost a game in November. And I, I think the biggest thing of it is just the way that Lincoln Riley, especially Lincoln Riley, 
since he uh, has been elevated to, to head coach has uh, had this team improving uh, on a pretty steady pace in you know from mid October uh, on uh, every year and, and you wondered earlier this year if that would be the case the way that they were playing and, and sort of flirting with danger. But uh, the, the last game that they played against Texas Tech, they certainly looked like they were doing a similar thing. Now, it's been a long time since they've had a schedule in November as daunting as this, and that was uh, probably uh, 2015, the last time they had a stretch. Like, they've got uh, this three-game stretch uh, coming up uh, for them. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if that uh, pattern holds true but certainly there's a lot of confidence uh, inside the the OU program uh, that they can do that because they've done it uh, you know every year in the last seven years is there a chip on Lincoln Riley and the Oklahoma Sooners shoulder after the first two made for TV college football playoff polls Oh, you know they're they're gonna say no and and say that that they don't pay attention to that but <laughs> I don't. I don't think there's any doubt about it that there is to, to see, you know, especially last night, uh, the fact that Michigan and Michigan State were still ahead of them. Um, you, you know, there's, there's multiple uh, one-loss teams. You know, you could almost uh, see Ohio State being where they are. You know, given uh, one how long it's been since they lost, and and two what they're doing but uh, certainly to have three big team programs in front of them OU recognizes that and and certainly they're going to use that as motivation but um, you know I I think as they've shown uh, over that period of time that we just talked about that uh, you know they get their motivation from something certainly beyond the uh, college football playoff ranking. How different or is there a difference in the way this football team looks with, with the quarterback change? It, it, does it have a different personality offensively? Oh, I don't think there's any doubt about it. I mean, you look at what Caleb Williams has brought to this team, you know, leadership-wise, what he brings to the team with his legs, uh, his ability to stretch the field, which they weren't doing a lot with Spencer Rattler uh, as the quarterback this season. Uh, their their offenses look completely different from uh, the the uh, early in the Texas game when Caleb Williams came on uh, since then, and, and Caleb Williams has been fantastic for them. Uh, he, 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 you know, certainly uh, we'll see how he's able to handle this stretch because this is something unlike he's he's faced. But uh, certainly to this point, he's lived up to every bit of the hype. Uh, that surrounded him uh, when he arrived. What's next for Spencer Rattler? Well, I, I think uh, it's probably going to be a transfer somewhere. You know, I, thinking about it, you could see him certainly entering the NFL draft uh, because, uh, it, you know, obviously his, his, his stock isn't what it was entering the season when a lot of people thought of him as the number one overall pick or potential number one overall pick. He's not going to be that lofty, but at the same time, he's still a very good uh, college quarterback. And I, I think if he went to the draft, he'd have a chance to go, uh, you know, not probably not first or second round, but certainly up, uh, you know, fairly high. It's going to be a, a balancing act for him, whether he wants to try to go somewhere else 
earn the starting job for a year and, and sort of rebuild uh, his, his prospects, or if he, he would rather just go ahead and make the leap and, uh, you know, start getting paid uh, more than just the NIL money uh, for sure. But my, my gut would be that he would transfer somewhere, play a year, uh, rehab things, and then make that leap. Busy with Ryan Aber from the Oklahoma. And, and, and Ryan, it, it, it's, I mean, we all talk about the production of Oklahoma's offense, but this is a very solid and, and, and quality defense as well. Yeah, and, and they haven't shown it for a, a good chunk of the season, but that defense carried them early in the year when that offense uh, wasn't humming along the way that it has, uh, you know, ever since Lincoln Riley arrived. Uh, but uh, against Texas Tech, uh, about right before the bye week, they showed some teeth. I think that had uh, a lot to do with the return of uh, Jalen Redmond up front and uh, DJ Graham and Delarian Turner Yell uh, on the back end. They're hoping they'll, they'll get Woody Washington back uh, this week. He's he's going to be a sort of a game time decision uh, type of guy. But uh, you know, Alex Grinch's defense has shown. Uh, that, that they can play some pretty good, uh, pretty good football. The biggest thing for them is getting pressure up front, which they had lacked for a few weeks before uh, last week when they, uh, or two weeks ago against Texas Tech, when they uh, took a, a step forward, and also forcing turnovers in bunches, and they were able to do that against the Red Raiders. Um, uh, they haven't pulled down a lot of interceptions uh, over the year. But certainly, if they can get that going back in the right direction, they are they are forcing a lot of fumbles and and uh, creating takeaways that way. Uh, so you know, if they can do those two things, get pressure up front, and uh, create takeaways, then this defense has a chance to be pretty solid. What do you expect in Saturday in Waco against the Bears? Because Lincoln Riley has been very good after bye weeks. Yeah, uh, they really have. I think the biggest thing is going to be. Uh, you'll see how much OU does that's similar to what TCU did as far as stretching the field. OU's gotten a whole lot better about that uh, since Caleb Williams came in with Marvin Mims and uh, Mario Williams especially. Uh, They're certainly going to pick their spots for that, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how well they're able to run the football. Uh, They have generally run pretty well uh this season with Kennedy Brooks especially with Caleb Williams uh but the, they didn't uh weren't able to do that much against uh, Texas Tech Caleb, Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley were able to adjust and, and do some different things but certainly Dave Aranda is going to have some answers to to what uh, uh TCU did that OU might try to take advantage of and, and certainly what OU can do uh, so I, I think this is going to be a fascinating matchup just with uh that the defensive mind of, of Dave Aranda and then the, the offensive mind of Lincoln Riley, how those sort of mesh together in this one. You mentioned uh, the run game. Well, you know that Baylor's going to come in and try to run the football, and, and that's probably priority one for Coach Grinch and, and that defensive staff. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, and uh, the, they need their, running, their linebackers to play well. And, uh, you know, outside of really Nick Benito, uh, who has been an effective uh, edge rusher for them in that rush linebacker spot. Their linebackers have been a bit underwhelming this year. 
but they've generally been able uh, to, to slow down teams uh, running the football where, where they've struggled a little bit more than is in pass coverage. Uh, but, uh, you know, certainly uh, you, you figure Baylor is going to try to run the football effectively uh, against the Sooners. Uh, it, you know, uh, but OU has got to be able to uh, have success with those linebackers. Otherwise, uh, Baylor's going to have a chance to uh, put up some pretty significant yardage against the Sooners, no doubt. Hey, Ryan, man, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much for joining us this morning, and uh, look forward to seeing you Saturday. Yeah, sounds great. Look forward to it. Thanks so much for having me on, as always. That is uh, Ryan Aber from the Oklahoman, as uh, he is the beat writer for the Sooners, and uh, Sooners in town on Saturday to take on Baylor. We mentioned that Oklahoma has been very, very productive, Ward, in the in the month of November. They are 23-0 and in the month of November. In fact, head coach Lincoln Riley has never lost a regular season game in the month of November. Last, here, that's here, not bad. No, that's pretty good, huh? The last time the Sooners lost a game in November, it was the Baylor Bears. They beat them on uh, – on November the 8th of 2014, 48-14. Last November loss for the Oklahoma Sooners. So, hey, stop that streak on Saturday, right? If you're a Baylor Bear, you want to stop that streak on Saturday. 11 o'clock kick. Our coverage begins with Game Day Live at 7 a.m., then the tailgate show at 9 a.m., and then, of course, John, J.J., and Ricky with the call of the game just after 11 o'clock right here on ESPN Central Texas. 7.42, we are 18 away from uh, from 8 o'clock as we roll through this Wednesday morning. We're going to talk more about Baylor and Oklahoma. We'll also get into the uh, into the college football playoff poll round two. What would you say, made for television? Is, is, is that how yeah. it, the, uh, the made-for-TV program last night. So we'll talk a little bit about that coming up uh, as well uh, here on the program. All right, uh, let's talk about Morrison's Gifts. Let's talk about our good friends over at Morrison's Gifts. We're going to be there, by the way, I think it's next week, November the 17th. We're going to be broadcasting live from over at Morrison's Gifts, getting you ready for what? Getting you ready for Christmas, guys. You got it. Uh, Morrison's Gifts, uh, here's what they can do for you. I mean, they can help you with your holiday gift buying. And, uh, you know, if you're a little short on cash, they've got a layaway program that you could take advantage of and and, uh, and kind of work your way through that thing. At Morrison's, they feature gifts with uh, you know, such as John Hart bags and accessories, Consuela purses and totes. They've also got candles. They've got jewelry. They've got... Man, they've got just about anything you could be looking for in that gift idea. And they can offer gift baskets for any budget and, as always, free gift wrapping. So check them out. Uh, Delivery is also available if you need to deliver it someplace. So uh, that's that's what they do for you. It's it's about it's about taking care of you at Morrison's Gifts. I've told you a million times, when I go in there, normally I go in there and I have no clue what I'm doing or what I what I want or what I mean you know and the next thing you know a couple of questions later uh I, I'm pointed in the right direction and a few minutes later it's a done deal and then it's getting gift wrap and it's beautifully gift wrap and you're out the door and away you go it's that simple so check them out uh, it is Morrison's Gifts they're at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills that's you know right in that strip center there next to next to Jason's Deli check them out and again don't forget we're going to be over there broadcasting live on November the 17th should be a lot of fun. We're talking about our good friends at Morrison's Gifts. It's Baylor 
and Oklahoma this Saturday from McLean Stadium in Waco. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 11 a.m. kickoff. The Bears and the Sooners square off this Saturday in Waco. And you can hear John, JJ, and Ricky call all the action right here on the home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. The college basketball season is underway with number three, Kansas, beating Michigan State 87 74. Number five, Texas, topping Houston Baptist 92 48. On the women's side, Baylor won at home 77 70 over Texas State, and MCC lost on the road to Blinn 81 74. Baylor's loss to TCU only dropped them one spot in the college football playoff poll from 12 to 13. A&M jumped up three spots to 11. Georgia is still number one, followed by Alabama. Oregon and Ohio State are now three and four. Oklahoma State put at number eight, while Oklahoma State is 10th this week. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Yeah, he's still after me. He just gave me a necklace. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN yeah. Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us as we roll through a Wednesday morning. Glad to have you with us. Uh, coming up on Saturday, as we mentioned, we just had uh, Ryan Aber from the Oklahoman on the program, but want to talk a little bit more about the game, Ward. Uh, 
first of all, what what is what are the a couple of things that you're going to be looking for? I'll, I'll tell you one for me is how the Bears as a team as a unit respond coming off the loss to TCU. You know, uh, it was interesting to see how they how they bounce back against you know in in the game after they lost to um, to Oklahoma State. But uh, I'm going to see how they how they respond on Saturday. That's a good one. Uh, I, I want to see how they attack the Sooners uh, from the defensive side of things, what they do defensively to try to slow down Williams in that offense, and, and can they stop Kennedy Brooks in the running game? I, I Talking to, with uh, Coach Aranda this week, I asked him about the – what what Oklahoma's offense looks like now with Williams at the quarterback position? Yeah, there's more design quarterback runs. I think their connect connection rate on their their shot plays is much better. I think he has a he's got a knack for um, throwing balls into tight coverage and putting putting the, the ball where it needs to be. Whereas I think uh, previously we were a little. Um, little gun shy of, of uh, putting it out there when there was guys nearby a receiver and so you know it is a um, it is a, a dangerous offense and I think you know I, I look at the games and the battles that we've been in and some of the hard lessons that we've learned um, that are they're preparing us for this fight that is uh, Dave Aranda talking about uh, Williams at, at the quarterback position more run plays. And, you know, he was very complimentary of him uh, that he can get that football into, into tight windows. Yeah, he can. I mean, th- this is a special guy. And um, so you're going to have to try to make him as uncomfortable as you possibly can. And really, uh, nobody's been able to do that yet. So can the Bears figure out a scheme to put him into doing something he doesn't like to do? And we'll find out on Saturday again. It's an 11 o'clock kick. And, you know, we mentioned – the Bears, their last two conference road games have been losses. They lost in Stillwater to Oklahoma State, 24-14. to Now, they they did bounce back very nicely in their next opportunity to get against West Virginia, beat West Virginia here in Waco, 45-20. Uh, to So, I, I want to see how that, how that uh, unfolds. And also, just – and I don't know how much X's and O's it's, it's, it's an issue – with with uh, the departure of Joy McGuire. But just, Ward, as you know, p- people are creatures of habit. There's routines in football. And, and Monday there was, you know, a lot of conversation about Coach McGuire getting the Texas Tech job. And, and so then you also had probably had meetings going on within the coaching staff. Who's going to do what? Uh, you know, there's still some things to be determined there. So there were some conversations with concerning – the departure of Coach McGuire, where you were not talking about the preparation of the football game. It, it's going to be a little different. I mean, just – it has to be. Yeah, it is. I mean, there's there's certain things that he probably did on game day that are gonna, going to change. And so, you know, that that has to be adjusted for. And, uh, you know, look, that that's that's what the good teams do, though. I mean, if you're a good football team – you you make those adjustments on the fly, and and that's that's what Coach Aranda is looking for his team to do: make the adjustment, go on down the road, and and let's let's go out and win a football game. And, and staff make adjustments. Uh, there's going to be some some guys on the staff with with obviously more with more responsibility, and you know that's part of the growth process. But uh, you know he he served a 
a very important purpose within the program, and, and somebody's got to step up and take take those responsibilities. Or two or three people. Who yeah. knows? I mean, you know, right. Coach Aranda may split that up. He may take part of it on himself. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't. I don't know, and I don't need to know how he's going to how he's going to do that. But yeah, you're right. There's there's going to be some adjustments that have to be made in the coaching staff, and those those have already been made. I mean, I'm sure they were uh, they were made on Sunday because there was meetings with Coach McGuire and Coach Aranda, and way before anything got out to anybody else. And so he knew this was coming. He sat down and figured out, all right, this is the path I need to take, and here we go. For you, what's the single most important thing that has to happen on Saturday? I, I think they have to find a way to make that offense uncomfortable. Like I said, I think that's the most important thing. You defensively, you got to get some three and outs. You got to get off the football field. You can't stay out there uh, if, because in the fourth quarter, if you do, it's going to be detrimental to your team. Yeah, and I think for me, I want to see them. Uh, I want to see if they can play. If they can play with the football and, and win the time of possession battle and. and Quite honestly, keep Williams standing on the sideline. I, I think that's where be a good plan. That's that's where he that's where he helps you the best is when he's on the sideline and not on the football field throwing against you and, and running against you. Sure. So I, I I I would hope that the Bears and the way you do that is you went up front and and you run the football on, on first down and second down and you know put yourself in in manageable second and shorts and third and shorts and mm-hmm. and, and move the chains and go down the field. Yeah, uh, you can get that I know done. that's simple but it's simple to say but certainly not simple to do but Baylor's been able to do that this year. They've yeah. been able to run the football. Look at their two running backs. Yeah, if they can get that done that that bodes well for them. I mean it gives gives them a chance. Uh so you're right. I mean I, I think the most important thing for this offense is going to be first downs. How how good are they on first down? Yeah, boy, you do not want to be, as you call it, off schedule mm-hmm. uh, or behind the chain. I mean, there's a lot of ways uh, to look at. Yeah, you want to be in second and manageable. Whatever second and manageable looks like to you, that's where you want to be. Uh, I, I'm thinking it's five or less. I mean, I think if you can get five yards on first down. Oh, you're winning. You, yeah, you're, you're I mean, winning that battle you're, up You're front. winning that series. Yep. No, no question. And go get and go get another first down. And go mm-hmm. get another first down. Uh, I know that they have big play capability, but I also like the fact that you know the other day, uh, the last home game. In fact, uh, they had some six and seven minute drives, and that's what I'm thinking. Hey, if you can do that and, and keep Oklahoma standing on the sideline, getting a little antsy about what's going on, that's uh, that's a good formula. You, you don't want to get in a shootout with this team. No, that could be. That could be bad, and, and you're and look. What did we say back in July about this football team? That they've got they've got a lot of questions on the offensive side of the football, but you felt pretty good about their defense, mm-hmm. and you still feel pretty good about their defense. If I, you're right, if they can make some plays, get some stops, get off the field, and then control the line of scrimmage on the other side of the ball, then then you put yourself in, in a good position and. Uh, they've talked about it a lot, and here we go. When this crowd gets to rocking, that place can get loud, and that can be very much a positive for this Baylor football team. When 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 they've got the house rocking like like we saw it the other day, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, uh, that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty that's a twelfth man type deal. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it really is, uh, and. Coach Aranda's addressed that a couple of times. So have the players. I mean, the players the other day coming off the field after the uh, 
after the game a couple of weeks ago, they were talking about just how loud it was in that stadium. So uh, that's a pretty cool thing. And uh, we'll see we'll see how they go. Talking about you know we're talking about the Texas game when they got it was rocking a couple of times. So we'll see how that all works out. All right, uh, seven fifty six. We're four minutes away from eight o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's continue talking Baylor athletics with the Baylor sports beat for a Wednesday. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. It's time now for today's Baylor sports beat. Your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor women's basketball opens the season with a win on the floor in the Farrell Center. Give you details and hear from head coach Nikki Collins straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-sized weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor women's basketball won their season opener last night in the Farrell Center. 77-70, to 70, the final score over Texas State. The Bears led by as much as 20 on the night. The Bobcats kept it close, especially in the fourth quarter. But Baylor behind 23 points and seven rebounds from All-American Alyssa Smith. A double-double from Queen Egbo, 16 points and 11 rebounds. And 14 points, seven assists, only one turnover by transfer Jordan Lewis. Won it 77-70, the final score. After the game, women's head coach Nikki Collins. Well, you know, I'm I'm happy. Look, you you want you want uh you want wins, um, and you want to be on the on the the right column. And so I think, I think that part is good. Um, I was pretty worried that this game would go like this. Like I, you know, they asked me a couple of days ago about early season blowouts, and I, I'm just like, you know, I think these first two teams are pretty darn good. You know, they're 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 a little bit different. I mean, yes, they're in the Sun Belt, um, but you know, they're they're competitive and. Um, so, you know, I, I think we got tested, you know, I, I think we have to make free throws. I think we have to, you know, I think I, I don't love that. We, t- I thought we had, we had moments and the break two on one, three on one, where we just made terrible decisions, you know, we've got to get the ball in the right people's hands in that situation. Um, so we do make better decisions because three on one turned into, you know, breaks at the other end, you know, where all of a sudden it goes from us making a great play to them scoring a layup, you know, and, and you could see the frustration. Like, we, we have to handle the basketball better. We have to make better decisions. Like, you know, I just thought that stretch where we, we fumbled the ball around and, and you know, I, I just think 
Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy we won. I think um, I saw some good things. I saw a lot of things um, that, that we can fix. You know, I think that's the key in coaching. You want things you can fix, and we can certainly do that. Nikki Collin and the Bears now 1-0 on the season, and it's a quick turnaround. They'll play in Arlington against UTA tomorrow evening at 6, the broadcast beginning at 5.30 here on ESPN Central Texas. Where we'll have more tomorrow on our next Baylor Sports Beat. I'm John Morris. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Let's get the latest on college football with Shahan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com on ESPN Central Texas. Just after 8 o'clock, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And we are brought to you in part by VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All of these jobs start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply at 7601 Imperial, Imperial Drive. Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com joins us now. Shehan, let me see if I understand this right. Uh, Michigan State plays Michigan. Michigan State beats Michigan, but yet Michigan's better than Michigan State. Do I understand that correctly? <laughs> that appears to be what's going on. And honestly, to me, I, I don't have a huge issue necessarily with not fully taking into account head-to-head, right? I, I think that if there are two teams, so like Texas A&M and Alabama, for example, that don't have comparable resumes, I understand not solely looking at that. But I think the thing that gets really absurd about it with this uh, latest ranking is that, of course, Michigan State falls behind Michigan because, and they point to the advanced numbers, you know, complete team, whatever, whatever they want to say. Uh, but all those arguments are the same for Oregon and Ohio State, right? So you kind of have these comparable situations where, okay, the numbers love Michigan, the numbers love Ohio State, the numbers hate Michigan State, the numbers hate Oregon, but they kind of treat one one way and one the other way. So I don't understand the logic behind that. I think that's more than anything else what confuses me is that I just at least want consistency. Teams ahead of Oklahoma lose, and Oklahoma doesn't move. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, right? Because Granted, Oklahoma has not played one of the top four teams in the Big 12 as yet. Baylor will be their first opportunity to do so this upcoming week. But at the same time, like you mentioned, they're 8-0. They've played you know, a reasonable schedule. They've looked reasonably dominant, even though they've had some slip-ups along the way. And so it's really interesting, like you mentioned, to, to have a team like uh, Michigan State, to have a team like Michigan, to have some of these teams 
that haven't necessarily played anybody either. I mean, honestly, the most interesting one to me, uh, and I think one of the better comparisons, is Ohio State. Ohio State hasn't played anyone of no, except for Oregon, who they lost to. So they're almost getting boosted up by the fact that they at least played a team that they lost to versus you know Oklahoma just uh, waiting to play these teams until the end of the year. Now, at least with Oklahoma and with Ohio State, those things are going to be worked out. Uh, they're going to have opportunities. You know, you see Baylor only falling down one spot to number 13. Uh, they're going to play number 13 Baylor. They're going to play number 10 Oklahoma State. They're going to play a really good Iowa State team. They're going to play a Big 12 championship game. So if they finish the, the year 13 and know they have plenty of time to work their way back up. But still, when, when you try to make these things kind of make sense, they just don't. Is, is Ole Miss Alabama's best win? Yes. And I don't think that they really have any other win to speak of, to be quite honest. I mean, that, that's kind of their only real thing. And and you mentioned, I mean, it's been enough to really neutralize a loss to Texas A&M. I mean, if, if, if Alabama doesn't lose to Texas A&M, maybe they're number one, but maybe they're not. I mean, Georgia's been this crazy efficient team. Alabama's had close calls. So you could really make an argument that the games that Alabama has played lately – don't actually matter. This past weekend, they play against LSU. Uh, it's a 20-14 to 14 game. LSU has, gosh, like four drives where they could have gone and tied the game, and, and LSU is just a bad football team, so they couldn't do it. And, you know, you hear the way that they talk about Alabama, and, and they kind of just give that a pass versus the way that they talk about some of these other teams, you know, teams like Oregon, teams like Oklahoma, teams like Cincinnati. And it's just not the same thing. And, and again, I, I just I go back to that same thing. I just want to feel like there's some level of consistency. But with some teams, because I, I know with Alabama, it's the efficiency numbers because they looked really good when they played bad teams. I, it, but, you know, if, if you're going to make a numbers comparison, if you're going to make, you know, almost like an old DCS type thing, well, the numbers like Cincinnati, the numbers like uh, Ohio State, the numbers like Oklahoma. But those are the teams that you're not crediting at the exact same time that you're using that to then credit Alabama. Texas Tech pays Baylor handsomely to get their next head coach and Joey McGuire. Did they land the right guy? I think that they did. You know, I think that Texas Tech is such an interesting job, especially as we move into this sort of new Big 12 world, because what happened back in 2012 when TCU came into the conference and, and really kind of saw the, the Big 12 get all shuffled up, uh, you, you know, we saw Baylor and TCU really come in and have a lot of early success. And that really, I think, long term for 10 years, basically, uh, put Texas Tech back in the conference. Now, I think that uh, that Joe McGuire is going to have a hard time necessarily having as much success as those two programs by the time that the Big 12 comes or, uh, you know, the new Big 12 comes around. But I do think that the biggest thing is that he's going to make them competitive with Baylor and TCU again, and even with Texas and Texas A&M a little bit on the recruiting trail. Because, you know, you look at you follow recruiting a little bit. I mean, Baylor and TCU take whoever they want from Texas Tech classes these days. I, I mean, there's exceptions, but for the most part, that's true. And, uh, and really, I mean, Texas Tech has almost been relegated to recruiting against Houston and SMU primarily and, and not really competing with the other Power 5 teams in the state. That's something that I think is going to be a big difference with Joey McGuire. I think he's going to be much more aggressive with at least trying to land some of those guys, especially in the city of Dallas where, uh, you know, I looked at the numbers yesterday and it's crazy. Uh, Matt Wells never landed a blue-chip recruit from the city of Dallas. Uh, the last guy to come from the DFW Metroplex was Eric Azucanma, who was the Cliff Kingsbury recruit. So I, I know that Joey McGuire is going to be much more aggressive. Before he was even announced, he had picked up free commitment uh, from, from pretty good uh, recruits from Cedar Hill, his, his old uh, high school. 
And so I do have confidence that uh, that he's going to make them competitive in that way and on the field too, because obviously that matters as well. I, I think he's you know he's a really good motivator. He's a really good CEO style coach. Of course, the comparison is going to be made all day to Jeff Trailer, who's done a masterful job at UTSA. And and the funny thing is, at this point, Joey McGuire when he got his head coaching job is more qualified than what Jeff Trailer had done at the collegiate level and, and has had a lot more success. So I think that he's going to be a really good fit for Texas Tech. I think that he's excited to be at Texas Tech, and I also think that's going to be infectious for the community. Texas Tech obviously had a plan. They they made a move quickly with Coach Wells. They made a move quickly with uh, – with with the with the hiring of Joey McGuire, does that put a little pressure on TCU to to step up and, and get things done? Yeah, I, I think that it does, and I think one of the the reasons, right, that uh, like you mentioned, that they bring in Joey McGuire, and the, the move happens now, also, right, is that they're trying to race out to the early signing period. I, I believe that uh, Texas Tech had eight commitments in their class of 2022 when Joey McGuire got the job. And, of course, I, I believe they're up to 11 now with three extra kids. Uh, you know, but, but that's a big part, right? I mean, this is something that we saw. Uh, this is actually something that you look back to 2017 with Baylor. They are extremely lucky, uh, lucky that the early signing period was not in effect at that point because Matt Rule was able, over the course of a month, a month and a half, to put together a 27-man recruiting class uh, in, in the course of a month. Well, coaches now who are taking over, it might be a week before the early signing period. You don't have that kind of time. So I think for Texas Tech especially, because Texas Tech, I mean, just at this point, you know, their program, their recruiting is behind TCU. This gives them a real leg up to be able to to kind of get started on the recruiting trail. And, you know, I think TCU at least has to have some idea of what it wants to do with a week or two before the early signing period, or they're going to kind of fall behind and almost lose a recruiting class. Did SMU do enough to keep Sonny Dykes off the table? I think they can. I, I don't know, though. I mean, this is going to kind of come down to uh, to what Sonny Dykes wants, because SMU is a really good job, but you can't ignore that they did get left out of this new Big 12. And because they get left out of this new Big 12, the money's going to be different. Uh, the path to a playoff spot's going to be a little different. And on top of that, I think that you have to worry if you're SMU that now you have six potentially power teams to worry about uh, and to recruit against. You know, it's one thing to kind of nip at the heels of a couple of power programs. And it's another thing, I think, uh, to kind of have to have to nip at the heels of six power programs, including Houston, who you've uh, you know typically recruited pretty well against. So, I, I think that Sonny Dykes has a lot to think about. I mean, he does a really good job. It would be very familiar to him. It would be a place where he could very much take what he's done at SMU and take it to TCU and have success in very similar types of ways. I mean, he has, he'll have to do something different to, to translate to kind of the week-in, week-out grind. But, I mean, you can do the transfer thing. You can do the uh, the high school recruiting thing. You can do the great coordinator thing. You can do the you can do even the, the sort of Fort Worth branding thing like they've done in Dallas. So there's a lot of reasons why SMU or why TCU, excuse me, would be a great job for Sonny Dykes if he chose to take it. And, uh, but SMU definitely can offer a lot. They can offer him money. They can offer him stability more than anything else. Uh, it'll be interesting to kind of see what he kind of prioritizes more than anything else. Shayhan, if it's not Sunny Dykes, where does where does TCU turn to? I think that it would probably be Billy Napier, uh, the head coach at Louisiana. He's done a tremendous job the past couple of years of building up that program. They've won 10 games for the first time in program history, and then they did it again. So uh, he, he's really built up that program, and the, the fact that people always mention about Billy Napier is that he's one of the only coaches 
in college football who has coached under both Nick Saban and Dabo Sweeney. So he's somebody who has tremendous pedigree. Uh, and the other thing, too, is that he's been very choosy about his job. He's actually turned down opportunities to interview at multiple SEC schools because he didn't think they were good situations. But we heard a lot of rumblings that he did want the Baylor job back when that job was uh, was open and eventually went to Dave Aranda. So I think that he would probably have interest. I think he'd be a really solid hire for them. I know you have an article uh, in the uh, on CBSSports.com about Deion Sanders. Is is he a legitimate candidate for that job? I don't think he is, but his name keeps coming up, right? I mean, the, the thing about this, right, is that I, I think that Deion Sanders makes sense if you feel like the biggest issue facing the program was that they couldn't recruit. And that's just not the case. I mean, when you look at this new Big 12, uh, when you look at uh, the, the 12 teams that will be coming in, TCU recruits the best out of all of them. They're, they're 12 spots ahead in the 247 talent composite of any other team in the conference. So this is not a pure recruiting issue. Now, that recruiting can be better. I think that a new coach potentially could come in and be better at it. But I, I just – John Sanders has obviously only been the coach at Jackson State for one year. Uh, he hasn't coached a lot of the games because he's recovering from foot surgery right now. And obviously, I hope the best from that perspective. Uh, so, like, we don't actually know anything about him as an actual football coach. We know that he can recruit, at least, you know, in that specific circumstance. And also, by the way, when one of the recruits is, is his son. Uh, but I don't feel like we know anything about how he would actually be as a college football coach year to year, day to day, and, and especially on the field from an X and O's perspective. Now, you can hire people to help you out with that, but I, I just I just don't see it. But at the same time, his name keeps coming up, so I guess we have to start taking it a little seriously. All right, Shayhan, where are you going to be Saturday? I'm going to be down there in Waco, of course, and I'm going to actually be down at the basketball game as well on Friday. Going to see that banner go up, so it's going to be a fun weekend. Look forward to it. Hey, uh, what what are you working on for CBSSports.com? Yeah, so I'll have upset alerts tomorrow uh, as per usual. And, uh, yeah, I'm writing the preview for the Baylor-Oklahoma game as well, and I'll be doing the live blog on the, on the site on Saturday from the game. And, uh, yeah, and also we have a new episode of the College Football Playoff Show coming out, which uh, should be out hopefully soon today. And, uh, yeah, we, we definitely delve into the Michigan-Michigan State thing, and we also talk a little bit more in depth about Oklahoma versus Ohio State and the disparity between those two teams. All right, Shahan. Hey, man, we appreciate it. We look forward to seeing you Saturday. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. Shayhan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com, our guest. It's uh, 814, 14 minutes after 8 o'clock here on uh, on a Wednesday. Do do you think that TCU's in a hurry right now, Ward? Doesn't seem to be. After te- Tex kind of went like clockwork, didn't it? I mean, it was, you know, make a move, make a move. They found the target deal. and went after it. Yeah. And and now you I don't. Went. I don't know that TCU – has a target i mean i don't i don't know it, it doesn't you don't hear of you know any big names that are being swirled around fort worth right now i just i i don't know i i don't know again i i think there needs to be more of a sense of urgency kind of like what i mean if you're going to make that move and fire your coach you need to find somebody to get into place because if you don't you're going to get to december and you're going to look up and go well, where's our class for this year? Well, they're playing for somebody else. What if their target is a head coach and they simply have to wait till the end of the year? Yeah, I don't. 
I mean, it, it makes making the move curious to me uh, because if that was the case, you could have done it with a week to go in the season. Right. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> curious. Well, that's one of the things I do want us to talk to Stephen Simcox about. Stephen Simcox with uh, Locked on hornfrogs.com the podcast and we'll talk to him coming up in a few minutes here on the program but i'm curious where is tcu where do they where, where are they going what's the direct what are they looking for i mean i mean what, what type of coach are they looking for who's you know what's 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 it look like i mean so are you looking for somebody like gary patterson who who came in and energized the program and and, and did those nice things and i mean so but what are you looking for uh, and and where do they go? We'll we'll talk to Stephen about that coming up in a little late, a little later on in the program. Uh, all right, uh, let's talk about City Ranch Boot Company. They got a new location, and they are boy, they're excited to see you. They are, and I think I, I think John Morris is going to be broadcasting live from out there tomorrow uh, at three o'clock for uh, for a lot of festivities. Hey, you could choose your skin, you could choose your design, and then you let them. Create that perfect pair of boots or a uh, wallet or a handbag or a belt or whatever the case may be. They've got uh, over 30 years in the uh, in the leather industry. And, and Jay Kelly and his team, well, they know exactly what they're doing and they can do they can do it for you. They uh, You can, you know, may, maybe you've got a graduation coming up and you want a pair of boots with uh, the school logo, I, you know. Or maybe there's a wedding coming up and, and uh, you want to uh, – you want to do boots, uh, custom boots for for the bride and groom, or maybe the entire wedding party, whatever the case may be. Uh, you you can put your company logo on there, and I keep saying that Ward ought to uh, ought to get us the uh, the station logo and, and put it on some boots and, and give them out for Christmas gifts. It would be a a great idea uh, for for, uh, for for a for a for a gift for a Christmas gift. So you can do that. You can put your company logo on boots and and uh, you know and, and thank your employees. Uh, look, they can uh, you can incorporate. You could even put the Flying Ward Ranch logo on there. Uh, you you can do all of that kind of stuff at City Boot Company. Uh, City Ranch Boot Company, a custom design, locally owned, family operated, and of course Texas made. Now you can you can customize a pair of boots, or you can shop from right there in the store. They've got uh, they've got stuff in the store as well, and not just boots. Again, as we mentioned, belts, wallets, handbags, all kinds of fun stuff uh, it, that you can get at City at City Ranch Boot Company. Now City Ranch Boot Company is located at one zero two six seven North River Crossing, just off Highway Six and 185 and you can check them out on facebook or instagram and you can visit their other uh, website for all the details cityranchboot.com that's cityranchboot.com hey here's the phone number if you got a question 855-7225 855-7225 for city ranch boot company Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. The team is temporarily without a kicker as Greg Zerline was placed yesterday on the COVID list. Details after this. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. 
Becky Hammond, on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Sirlines kick. Is it long enough? It is into the net for the victory. Cowboys kicker Greg Zerline, who nailed that game-winning 56-yarder for the walk-off win in Week 2 at the Chargers, was placed yesterday on the reserve COVID-19 list with no kicker on the practice squad. In essence, there's a help-wanted sign today at the Star as the team brings in other kickers for tryouts, including Brett Maher, who kicked for the Cowboys in 2018 and 19, as well as Liram Hirulahu, who was with the team this summer for the end of preseason, as well as one week of the regular season on the practice squad. How important is a kicker in the NFL? Last year, 23% of all games were decided by three points or less. With the boys at the star, I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly sunny skies today in breezy conditions. High temperatures top out at 77 degrees. Mostly cloudy tonight, a 30% chance of an isolated shower or storm. We drop to 53 and mostly sunny tomorrow. Should be a nice day, but a windy day in a high of 71. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service, independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to 
to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. Have you heard about the new quesadilla? That's right, quesadilla. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. This is Richard Carr. We have shared many challenges together over the past year, but 2021 brought a new business challenge. Computer chip shortages have created long delays for new vehicles. We're told production is improving and cars are coming. At Richard Carr Motors, we have a list of vehicles already in production called our inbound vehicle list. These are vehicles that will be delivered first. Get your name on our inbound vehicle list and be first in line for your new GM car or truck. Thank you, Central Texas, for your continued support. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Eight twenty-five. Welcome back in. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Coming up on Sunday at high noon, our broadcast, by the way, at 11 a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas, it's the Cowboys and the Atlanta Falcons. Ward White, is this a must-win for Dallas? Uh, I don't know that it's a must-win, but it's a needed win for Dallas. I mean, they've got to do something a whole lot better than what they did on Sunday against the Broncos. I mean, 290 total yards of offense for this team, and they don't score till. Five minutes left in the game. I mean, basically, they they got shut out by the Broncos. Um, yeah, I, it it's a very needed win, but I don't know that it's all the way to the side of the ledger of a must win for the Cowboys. You you, you could say that to get the it, it's a must win to get the things straightened out, but in the big picture of things, no, it's not a must win. But it's a it's a large game for this team. This is. If you lose, it's back-to-back losses, but more importantly, it's back-to-back home losses. Mm-hmm. you got to win your home football games. We've talked about that a million times. I don't care what level you're at. Uh, and you're right. They've got to play better than they did on Sunday. Quarterback's got to play better. Offensive line's got to play I mean, all the way around. Everybody's yeah, they got to play better. But for me, man, I think and you're playing a team that's 500 in Atlanta, you're at home. You're coming off a despicable loss. Yeah, I, I think you got to go win this game. Well, I, I, again, I say it's a very needed win, and and you need to win it. But in in the big pit, you know, you say must wins. You, you it's it's do or die, and, and I don't think it's do or die for the Cowboys. But it could certainly send this thing in a bad spin in the wrong direction. There's no doubt about it. Well, if they don't get done what they want to get done, and they lose this game, I think you can go back and look at Denver and Atlanta at home and go, hmm. 
interesting. Well, yeah. I, I Again, that could spin the whole thing into a downward spiral. Uh, and so it, it, it's it's a game that they need to – they need to go out and win it, but they more importantly, they need to go out and play well. They don't just need to win by the skin of their teeth. Yeah, I'm with you. I, w- I want to see a little sense of urgency. I want to. I want them to come out from the opening bell and be ready to go. They need to dominate a football game. Yeah, and and, and this is a this is one they can one they should. I mean, if you're going to in this league again, I think everybody in the NFL. I mean, and that and someone made a great point the other day. Hey, look, they're all professionals. So, you know, they're all quality athletes, quality coaches. They're all That's why anybody yeah. can win on any Sunday. That's right. But this is a team that through the first eight games of the season is, eh, they're 4-4, four and four, Atlanta. Uh, you're at home. You're 6-2. and two, You gave away – you may have stole one at Minnesota without your starting quarterback, but you certainly gave it away last week. You gave it right back you certainly did. Sunday. You certainly did. And, and with all, for all of that, I think – and, and look, they're going to have to get Ward White's to drop kick uh, the football on Sunday. <laughs> what are they? I mean, <laughs> the Cowboys kicker Greg Zerline uh, on the reserve COVID nineteen list yesterday. Yeah, I don't even know who their backup kicker there is. There isn't one. There's got to be somebody. They can't go in a game without a backup. kicker. No, they're having tryouts. That's, That's why I asked you. How's your kicking leg? That's ridiculous. They're having tryouts. Uh, it's unclear if Zerline has a chance to be back in time for Sunday's game. I would think if you're on the COVID list, you're not. It's Wednesday. He's yeah. not making it back. His timeline to return to the active roster depends on whether it's a, a positive test or a close contact situation. So we'll we'll find out. But I, I think that they're going to have a couple of guys come in and, and, you know, kick the ball around and, hey, let's see which one of you can – it's it's between those two sticks and across that bar right there. Well, there's a lot of kickers out there, I mean, you know, that are sitting on the sidelines that don't have jobs that, that they can go find somebody to, you know, get them through the week. Uh, I, I don't know if they'll find anybody that they'll have a whole lot of confidence in in a long field goal, but to to make extra points and, and get the job done, there there's some guys that are sitting on the shelf out there that they can go get. Now, you know, <laughs> you're trailing if it, comes down, to, if it comes down to a field goal, I don't know that you feel real good about that's it. That's where I was going. You're trailing 21 to 20 because the, the guy you brought in on Wednesday missed an extra point, And now you got 13 seconds left in the game and you're looking at a 48 yard field goal. You feel pretty good about that scenario? Mm, nope. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. That's how big that, you know, we joke around a little bit, but that's how big this deal is. This is your – I mean, look. Look, kickers get taken for granted sometimes. Yeah. But they also – they get the brunt of it when they don't perform. So, I mean, they, they've got to go find somebody that they feel like that they can count on that's, that hadn't been – that's not dusty on that shelf, I guess I should say. Now, I'm with you. So, we'll find out Sunday, 11 a.m. for the pregame, 12 noon for the kick, the Cowboys and the Atlanta Falcons right here on ESPN Central Texas. And hopefully – Hopefully by the end of the day today we'll know a little bit more about the kicking situation, mm. and and maybe it was close contact, and maybe he will be available on Sunday. Let's hope, uh, let's hope we don't look out and see some strange foreign number trotting out there to to kick for the Cowboys. Ugh, that would be. Uh, <laughs> well, who was the guy that they just cut in preseason? I can't remember his name now. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, and it's uh, – gosh, I can't remember. I'll have to look it up here in a minute. 
but I mean, he, I don't think he landed on another roster, so they could go get him. I, th- I think they'll be okay. Well, we're, we're going to find out. You are talking about. Let's see if I can find his name real quick before we get to the break. Uh, well, Lirum, L-I-R-I-M, and I don't even know how to say his last name. I'm going to spell it for you. You ready? Mm-hmm. H-A-J-R-U-L-L-A-H-U. Yeah, I, 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 I wish we had... Kyle Yeoman's on today because he could tell us, but I don't remember how to pronounce it. I don't know how to pronounce that guy's name. But that's the that's the guy yep. that they signed yep. to a training camp roster late in preseason and again to the practice squad uh, for a week after Zerline missed a couple of field goals. So and, he's, he's and been Zerline a was hurt, remember? Yeah. So he's been kind of been a yo-yo back and forth. So I imagine he that's the guy that they'll go get. And then there's somebody else that they're going to bring in as well. Brett Marr they're going to bring in. Uh, and, and, and run Try him out. Yeah, and see where, see where he's at. So, we'll see. All right, 832. Uh, coming up next, we're going to talk some TCU football. We'll do it with Stephen Simcox from LockedOnHornFrogs.com, uh, the podcast, and we'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. Gene and Claire, tell them where. CMCAutoGroup.com Say habla espanol. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Clayton Construction supports the administration, faculty, staff, and student body of Crawford Independent School District. They encourage fans to support the Crawford student-athletes by attending the games and being vocal supporters of the Pirates and Lady Pirates. Next time you're considering a new metal building, a barn dominium, septic tank installation, or concrete rock or dirt work, contact Clayton Construction for a free estimate, 254-420-8485. 
Good luck, Crawford Pirates, in the state UIL football playoffs. Don't miss the Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, November 13th and Sunday, November 14th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at our shows. They have plenty of guns of all types and ammo to go with it. The variety at the shows is extensive, and oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show is so much more than just guns. You'll also find hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and much, much more. So come on down to the Real Texas Gun Show. November 13th, 9 to 5, and November 14th, noon to 4 at the Bell County Expo Center. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, over Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. The college basketball season is underway with number three, Kansas, beating Michigan State 87-74. Number five, Texas, topping Houston Baptist 92-48. On the women's side, Baylor won at home 77-70 over Texas State, and MCC lost on the road to Blinn 81-74. Baylor's loss to TCU only dropped them one spot in the college football playoff poll from 12 to 13. A&M jumped up three spots to 11. Georgia is still number one, followed by Alabama. Oregon and Ohio State are now three and four. Oklahoma State put it number eight, while Oklahoma State is 10th this week. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Eight thirty-seven. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward. And we're joined now by Stephen Simcox from Locked on the Horn Frogs. And Stephen, uh, Texas Tech has got their guy. How how close is TCU to getting their guy? I think we'll get some clarity in the next few weeks. Uh, you know, they want to get somebody in there by early December. I thought that was a good hire by Texas Tech, getting Joe McGuire. Makes sense. He can get in there immediately and start recruiting. And I've seen he's already trying to make some things happen there in Lubbock. Um, but TCU seems to be aiming for a current head coach, which means we're probably looking at, you know, first week in December before they could name anyone. Um, seems like the main candidates right now are Sonny Dykes at SMU, Billy Napier at Louisiana, and then uh, Matt Campbell, his name has been thrown around. I don't know how much interest he actually has in the job, but those are the guys they're waiting to talk to. Uh, they just won't be able to do that until the season ends. So I think we're still a couple weeks away from having a final decision unless something leaks out before then. The other man that's been tossed around lately uh, is Deion Sanders. And I, I don't think that's a serious possibility, but um, his name is, has come up. He apparently got an interview. And those are kind of the four guys that they have been uh, working with and, and chatting with over the last few weeks trying to figure out who's going to take over the program after uh, the departure of Gary Patterson. For Stephen Simcox, who's the legitimate leader in the clubhouse right now? You know, Ward, I still think it's Sonny Dykes. I, I just feel like he's it, that Sonny is the combination of he wants the job, and it would make sense for him to just move over across the Metroplex and possibly be in a better situation. Um, you know, I, I, I imagine he was involved in the tech discussions too. That didn't work out, whether he said no or they moved on to someone else. Um, I, I don't have the details on that. But he has a contract extension available to him at SMU that he has just 
forgotten to sign, apparently, which, uh, yeah, that happens to the best of us. I guess we just <laughs> leave millions of dollars on the table from time to time. Uh, I, I think that tells you that he's waiting to see what happens in Fort Worth. And um, Billy Napier is a really good coach at Louisiana. Uh, I feel like he wants to be in the SEC. I, I, I can't really see Matt Campbell making the move down. I, I feel like he's pretty happy at Iowa State. So I still think it ends up being Sonny Dykes. I'm just wondering how long it takes for all that to um, work itself out. And I know SMU fans are probably not happy about it because they took a loss to Memphis last week and looked like a pretty uninspired team uh, playing on the road on Saturday. TCU obviously had Chandler Morris hidden away. Why? <laughs> this guy played <laughs> played crazy good Saturday. Yeah, he had a really good game. Um, and I thought when he transferred over – they would have a pretty open quarterback competition. I think Max Max Duggan, with what he did at the end of last season, kind of earned the job, and they weren't going to give it away unless he just lost it. Uh, but it finally got to a point where, with his health where they had to put Morris in there. Um, I was shocked they let him throw the ball 41 times. I think Baylor was shocked they let him throw the ball 41 times. Uh, but he was slinging it around. You know, Quentin Johnson made some huge plays. Yeah, Chandler was fantastic. And now I just want to know – because um, you're right, Tom, like if this is this, one of two things happen, either he had like an out-of-body experience on Saturday and that's the best he'll ever play in his career and he just caught his team flat-footed and, and had an amazing day, or we're going to see more of this from Chandler Morris. And if we see more of this from Chandler Morris, then it's a fair question, why did it take eight weeks to get him on the field? Because, uh, I mean, Max has been the starter there for two and a half years. And he's he's a really good runner. He's a good leader. He's a fighter. But Chandler seemed to make some throws on Saturday that I just don't think Duggan can make. Uh, and he added some new dimensions to that offense that they've been missing this this entire year. So uh, we'll see when he takes on Oklahoma State this week. But that was that was an amazing sixty minutes of football that he put together against Baylor. For the Frogs' defense, was it inspiration that got them to play? maybe above their head a little bit on Saturday, or was there a different element for this Frogs defense that you saw on Saturday? I think the emotions helped. Um, the thing that surprised me the most, though, is they really struggled against the run all year. And Abram Smith ended up having a good stat line. I think he had 125 yards and 18 carries. But after that first run of the game where he went 60 yards and took it down you know, inside the, inside the red zone, um, they were able to sort of slow him down and make some tackles on the line of scrimmage and make him work for uh, most of the yards that he got the rest of the game. They picked off Gary Bohannon twice. You know, one of those was on a tip ball. And then, of course, the, the interception to seal it. They still gave up 28 points, but I, I felt like it was their best performance of the year. Um, and, and I don't know if a lot changed. They got a little healthier. I mean, Noah Daniels and Keon Stewart came back in the secondary. I think their defensive line – is as healthy as it's been all year. But I, I feel like it's just a combination of, you know, some rivalry game emotions, uh, trying to play for Coach P after he left in the middle of the week last week, uh, and, and just getting a little more reinforcement on that side of the ball. But, yeah, they, they played well, and, and they needed to because they needed every, every bit of that performance uh, as, as Baylor still had a chance there to win it in the end, but they were able to force that turnover. You mentioned next up is Oklahoma State, and clearly Oklahoma State, if not the best, right there among the best defenses in this league. Uh, what do the Frogs got to do on, on Saturday? 
Yeah, Oklahoma State hasn't given up a touchdown in a couple of weeks, so a pretty daunting pass. You know, Zach Evans and Kendra Miller are questionable. They're two top running backs. I, I think Evans is probably definitely out. Uh, Miller might go, but you're probably looking at a situation where Amari DiMercato is your only healthy scholarship running back. So um, I, I don't think this is ideal, but I feel like you're going to have to pass the ball, and you're going to have to pass the ball effectively, uh, and then maybe that can open up some of your run game as the as the night goes on. But it, it's going to be an emotional game. Oklahoma State, I believe they're unveiling a statue for Barry Sanders. It's a night game. Um, I've heard it's a blackout, so I'm sure the, the fans are going to be uh, ready to go. I, I feel like <laughs> yeah, they'll be ready. Eleven hours of pregame um, <laughs> will be an intimidating atmosphere. They need to find a way to to withstand that early surge and and try to hang in there through the first couple quarters and maybe have a chance to to steal it at the end. Stephen, I know it's speculation, but is Quentin Johnson a frog next year? Oh, man, uh, it's a good question. I imagine you'll have some interest from other schools. You know, I, 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 well, I guess I didn't put this out, but I was talking to a friend the other day, and I said, if the TCU boosters don't come up with every fake business imaginable to give that guy a sponsorship deal and try to keep him around, I don't know what they're doing. Because uh, he was fantastic, and he's big, he's physical, he makes plays. Um, I would love to see him stick around, but a lot of that depends on you know who the new coach is. Can they – convince uh q to stick around for one more season and and who are his suitors i mean if he has a lot of big heavyweight contenders um offering you know their services then it's really hard to blame him if he decides to move on steven what are you working on for uh for the podcast oklahoma state preview yeah that's coming up uh, on saturday big full round table dropped today talked with a few other hosts across the network and then uh, basketball starts tomorrow the women actually played last night Men play tomorrow night, kicking off their season against McNeese State. So all that coming up on Locked On Horn Frogs. Check and, that out wherever you get podcasts. And I was going to say, and where where might we find said podcast? Yep, just about any podcast app. You search Locked On Horn Frogs, you can find it. Uh, and then I'm on Twitter at Simcox Steven, and I try to post the show every day. So if you can't find it there, just look me up uh, on Twitter, and you can you can find it that way as well. Stephen, thanks. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Ward. We'll see you later. That is uh, Stephen Simcox in Locked on Horn Frogs, the podcast. So there you go. 846, 14 away from 9. He said he thought the fans might be ready. Ward in, in Stillwater, they could play at 11 a.m. when the fans are ready. Yeah, uh, the night games. <laughs> Ooh, boy, howdy. It, they're yeah. they're uh, completely ready. <laughs> they, they, they're ready, got unready, and got ready again. I mean, you know, they, they'll be uh, they'll be geared up. Yeah, it'll be it'll be rocking. Yep, it, indeed, it will. All right, uh, eight forty six, fourteen away from nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we are brought to you in part by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. Man, if you're uh, if you're having some some knees, some hip, back back aches, those type of things, and you're like, man, I don't know what's going on. Well, it may not be your knees or your hips or your back. It could be your arch support system. And uh, Goodfeet has a, a three-step arch support system that can that can take care of you. they got a strengthener, they've got a maintainer, and then they've got the relaxer. The relaxer is what you, you wear around the house and, you know, you put in, you put that uh, in your in your uh, flip-flops or in your house shoes or whatever the case may be. Strengthener is just what it does, just, just exactly what it says it does. It strengthens the support system, and then the maintainer does exactly what it says it does. Uh, it, it maintains the uh, – 
the the, the system. Uh, premier, it's a premier pain relief product uh, with uh, it, with balance and alignment of the knees, hips, and the back. Three hundred and fifty different sizes and twenty five different styles. So in other words, you're not going to walk to a counter and go, okay, let me have that one right there. Uh, they're going to do when you go in. They're going to do a uh, free consultation and a precise fitting to your foot and that's what they do and then uh, then they again have 350 different styles and sizes to, to, to work from and they'll take care of you from that point you're saying well i'm not sure i need this well there's only one way to find out that is to to go get a a consultation and, and a fitting it's absolutely free there's no charge for for the folks at good feet to walk you through the process and explain how it all works and to show you how it all works so you can check them out today at good feet in the central texas marketplace they're open monday through friday 7 a.m uh from uh, 10 a.m to 6 p.m and on sundays from noon until five it's good feet in the central texas marketplace high school football playoffs this thursday night crawford takes on dawson our broadcast begins at 6 30 on star 104.9 at 6.30 on Friday night, it's Martin Clarksville on Star 104.9. At 6.30 on Friday night, it's Weston Fairfield on Shooter 92.9. And at 7 o'clock, it's Temple of Waxahachie on Fox Sports Central Texas. After the games, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. At Allen Samuels in Waco, we're celebrating the Black Friday sales event. Ram, bringing the first truck brand to take the top spot overall in new vehicle initial quality by J.D. Power. With a new 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star, you can get total values up to $7,250 or 2.9% for 72 months plus $2,000 in bonus cash. All first responders get an extra $500 and no payment for 90 days at Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. Leon River Mercantile is your locally owned and operated small business serving the greater Central Texas area for all your western wear, boots, gifts, workwear, and tack items. They feature thousands of styles of western wear for men, women, and children from popular brands like Ariat, Brighton, Sense, Corral, Hey Dude, Huey, Justin, Lucchese, Miss Me, Resist All, Twisted X, and Wrangler. Leon River Mercantile in Gatesville and early at leonriver.com and find them on Facebook. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Auto Check Collision and Repair of West and Classic Towing supports the West Trojan football team in 2021. Auto Check Collision and Repair is located at 309 East Oak Street and the staff has over 100 years of experience. Auto Check Collision and Repair is an ICAR Gold Class Certified Facility. 
What's that mean to you? Well, it means that everybody working on your vehicle has the most up-to-date training available. And don't forget about Classic Towing for all your towing needs. It's Auto Check Collision and Repair and Classic Towing of West. Give them a call at 254-826-3762. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. The college basketball season is underway with number three, Kansas, beating Michigan State, 87 74. Number five, Texas, topping Houston Baptist, 92 48. On the women's side, Baylor won at home, 77 70 over Texas State, and MCC lost on the road to Blinn, 81 74. Baylor's loss to TCU only dropped them one spot in the college football playoff poll from 12 to 13. A&M jumped up three spots to 11. Georgia is still number one, followed by Alabama. Oregon and Ohio State are now three and four. Oklahoma State put at number eight, while Oklahoma State is 10th this week. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, 8.53, it is grab bag time here on the program, and we begin by telling you what we have lined up for you tonight. 6 o'clock on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Ward Whites will be in Temple, and it's the Temple High School Football Coaches Show. And that will be on Fox Sports Central Texas at 6 p.m. You guys may talk a little bit about Temple and Waxahachie, just a little bit? Yeah, that might come up. Okay. That might come up. Just curious. Yeah, we'll we'll look at... The season and the final game last week at Wildcat Stadium, which the Wildcats probably put their best game together last week uh, in in their schedule, and then we'll peek ahead to to Waxahachie coming into Wildcat Stadium, and it's a good Waxahachie football team that's mm-hmm. coming in. There's no doubt. It certainly is. Should be fun. Uh, that is a seven thirty kick, by the way, from Wildcat Stadium on Friday night. You can hear it with the uh, pregame beginning at seven over on Fox Sports Central Texas. Tonight at 7 o'clock here on ESPN Central Texas, it's the Baylor Coaches Show with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. He'll have that uh, lined up for you, so uh, you can catch that tonight at 7. Then uh, tomorrow night, as we mentioned, uh, Baylor women back in action against UTA. Friday night, the Baylor men are in action. And, of course, Friday night, we got a lot of high school football, school, uh, football for you. All right, a couple of notes here, and, boy, I was hoping – we were past this, but we're not. USC and Cal, game scheduled for Saturday in Berkeley, postponed. COVID. Uh, the Cal Bears have some issues with uh, with COVID, and so that game uh, last week in a 10-3 loss at Arizona, they, they were shorthanded 24 players and coaches, and the numbers increased mm. this week. So that game is going to be postponed until December the 4th. It is the first football game uh, postponed this year. So... That's pretty good. No, it, it's yeah. I mean, but I you know I'm sitting there going three weeks to go. Man, I was kind of hoping we'd get through it. But uh, uh, Cal played like we mentioned. Cal played last week. 
a 10-3 loss at Arizona, and they were shorthanded. And uh, Cal issued a statement uh, yesterday announcing the additional players tested positive. So uh, they're unavailable to, to practice this week. The school said it will work with the Pac-12 and USC in an attempt to reschedule the game. And from what we understand, December the 4th is that date. So there you go. Uh, the NFL is fining the Packers $300,000. Quarterback Aaron Rodgers is going to get uh, a little slap on the wrist as well, a little over fourteen grand for violating uh, for violations of the league and the Players Association COVID-19 protocols. Do you think Big he deal. cares? Big deal. Not one iota Mm-mm. does he care. So there you go. Uh, let's see. The, and I guess that's it. that'll do it for a for our uh, grab bag here today. It is uh, 8.56, four minutes in front of 9 o'clock. Greeny's coming up at the top of the hour. John Morse will be here at uh, 3 o'clock this afternoon. And then Matt will will make his presence known at 4 o'clock this afternoon, along with uh, Aaron Sexton. So keep that in mind. We will do this again tomorrow morning, bright and early at 7 a.m. Have yourself a great day. For Ward, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening, and have a good day. Baylor Bear Football on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. This Saturday, the Bears play host to the Oklahoma Sooners. And our coverage of Baylor football begins at 7 a.m. with Game Day Live presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll preview the game, have interviews, and a whole lot more. Following the game, it's the tailgate show, then the Bears and the Sooners. And it all happens this Saturday beginning at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life member FDIC. Hopkins Oil Company is proud of the students, faculty, staff, and administration of Crawford Independent School District and wishes the Pirates and Lady Pirates all the best on the field, court, or diamond. Established in 1962, Hopkins Oil Company of Crawford is the oldest running wholesale fuel and lubricant distributor in Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Jeff and Molly Bays and open 24-7, Hopkins Oil Company has a proud tradition of quality products and outstanding customer service. If you'd like to learn more about Hopkins Oil Company, call Brad Cox at 254-486-0123. The personal products and services offered make banking easy and convenient at Citizen State Bank West. Established in 1925, Citizen State Bank offers a variety of products and services that contribute to the financial success of your personal accounts or accounts for your business. And whether it's a personal or business, they have the right loan for you. Citizen State Bank, 100 North Main West and at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. John W. Irwin General Contractors is proud to support the Mark Panthers. Since 1975, they've helped their customers complete more than 600 projects. They provide pre-construction, construction, post-construction, and architectural services. John W. Irwin General Contractors is willing to be involved in any or all facets of your project. Excellence, experience, integrity, and teamwork. That's John W. Irwin General Contractors. For more information, contact them at bids at jeconstruction.com. With the holidays right around the corner, your extra spending doesn't have to cost you more. 
The new Mars Rewards checking account from InCommons Bank is the perfect choice for the holiday season. Use your debit card to earn rewards and refer friends to get money back in your pocket. Learn more at InCommonsBank.com slash Mars. Member FDIC. Clayton Construction supports the administration, faculty, staff, and student body of Crawford Independent School District. They encourage fans to support the Crawford student-athletes by attending the games and being vocal supporters of the Pirates and Lady Pirates. Next time you're considering a new metal building, a barn dominium, septic tank installation, or concrete rock or dirt work, contact Clayton Construction for a free estimate. 254-420-8485. Good luck, Crawford Pirates, in the state UIL football playoff. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC.